Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That's the voicemail line if you'd like to contribute. We do appreciate it, and we mostly like hearing from you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Uh, okay, so bevy of phone calls based on yesterday's fabulous radio show mm-hmm. and uh, multiple people calling about what is going to be the issue it's it's math and formulas that it is going to be the issue now i'm not saying it's gonna be the issue in the sense of it's going to be addressed because i actually don't think the indiana republicans are going to do anything about it because they like high taxes and they like placating uh their local government uh agencies mainly angry red-shirted teachers who come and yell at them by participating in legalized vote buying which is high taxes so i don't think they're actually going to do anything about it because they don't fear you i mean this is going to be the theme going forward because i always i always think about like how do we move people right when i come in here every day i think how do we move people because we always say uh, and this these are my thoughts not casey's but I have two goals here, to entertain you and educate you. And I feel like if I do those two things, then I move you to do stuff. So this past year, the election, we moved about 35,000 people Mm -hmm. to vote in a certain way. The math kind of shows that based on baseline voting for previous elections. That's a lot of people. It's not nearly enough. So I walk in here every day and say, how do I motivate people to move more people to move in the direction that they need to move, not for me, but for liberty and freedom and the betterment of their own lives. And one of the things that is very abundant is there is a great deal of fear in voting. And by fear, I mean fear of the if, if, then. Like, if Mm -hmm. I do this, Mm -hmm. then this will be the result. Mm -hmm. And what people need to realize is their fear is what these politicians in both parties are banking on they that. are banking on it mm-hmm. because they don't fear you the same fear you have of the non-existent not in office what if other side is the fear that the politicians should have of you and the reason the republicans are not going to do anything meaningful on property tax reform and these assessments, despite it being the perfect thing in their wheelhouse based on their own party platform Mm -hmm. in the state, is because they fear agents of local government. They fear angry red-shirted teachers way more than they fear you because you have proven you will vote for them no matter what out of fear. Mm -hmm. So my goal for the next six-ish months is to try to motivate people to make the politicians fear them more than they fear the unknown. Is that fair? It's fair. All that being said, we got a call about property tax assessments. Hey guys, so I'm down here in Decatur County uh, down in Greensburg and my property tax went up over $1,200 a year. I saw it, but 
like you were saying, people are actually going to start seeing this sooner. They're going to feel this when they're paying their mortgage every month because mine went up $100 a month, just over $100 a month. It's insane. Anyways, good work. Love you guys. And, and we and we were you here when the people were call, had you started yet when mm-hmm. the people were calling in with their assessments? Yeah, I mean it was it was many people was between fifty and a hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, simple math, and there are various you know credits, et cetera, homestead credits. Assuming you took the homestead credit in the county in, at which you vote. in the proper place. Hi Diego, I hope you're having a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, but. Simple math would tell us if your home went up $50,000 in assessment, Mm -hmm. your property tax bill as a 1% of that would rise $500 a year. I mean, Mm -hmm. and it may be a little more, a little less, but if it's $100,000, which many people were telling us, hey, my assessment went up that much, that's $1,000 a year. Mm -hmm. How is she going to, I mean, what is she going to, she's going to have to rebudget. Sure. An extra $100 a month. They, they being the state legislature, so by state legislature, we mean the Republicans, they don't care. And as our buddy from Marshall County yesterday, Jesse Bohannon, who is the county council member, pointed mm-hmm. out there, the assessment, uh, and I'm using my words to describe the assessment policy, not his, but his post was about the assessment process. The assessment process is so flawed and so unaccountable and so lacking any semblance of check and balance Mm -hmm. that the local governments, even if they cut your taxes to record levels in terms of tax rates, cannot offset the the assessments rising. Mm -hmm. Everybody's in cahoots here. The Republicans down at 200 West Washington like it because the angry red-shirted teachers who get all the property tax revenue, the school systems, they're happy. The Republicans can go, whoa, you know, <laughs> boy, that's a ah, that's really terrible. We uh, you know, we would love to help you out, but that's just a that you know, system's broken. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like John Candy in. Uh, in uh, in vacation, you know, uh, the, the park's closed. Moose outside should have told you. System's broken. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, somebody should have told you about that. They don't. It is designed to take your money. The system is desi- designed, local government, state government, whatever, to take as much of your money as possible. And until you start doing something about it, and by that I mean punishing these people who are in charge, they will continue to take as much of your money as possible. Well, it's not only affecting homeowners, but it's also affecting businesses as well. And if you're a business, a small business, and you're getting this property tax assessment increase, an extra $1,200 a year, what are you going to do? You have to turn around and pass that on to your customers. Yep. Now, th- and think about, we're talking about people who are 1%. Okay, so we're talking, we are talking about 1% homeowners, right? The property tax system when it was set up and this is where when people do the mitch daniels is the greatest guy in the history of ever stuff no he did some good things but when they set up the property tax caps okay the property tax caps were set up in 2008 and then put in the constitution in 2010 to choke off out of control local governments the, the, the schools, the towns, the cities, they were completely out of control. The homeowners were sending a message and saying, our home is not your personal piggy bank. And so what the legislature did, because again, they fear angry, red-shirted teachers more than they fear you. Are you talking about the people who are asking for more competitive salaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they're that's what they're asking <laughs> for. Right. Um, and that's it. Uh, they what they did was they said, well, OK, we'll give you the property tax caps 
but we're going to come up with another revenue search for these people. When the message from the voter was there's too much of our money going to them because they're unaccountable. So when they did the tax caps, they raised the sales tax and that money flows directly to the teachers. They still took your money. They just, just did in a, a different they way. They just did a sleight of hand. The shell game. And when they did these tax caps, they said, okay, well, we get uh, we get it that the the, the the homeowners are upset because, uh, yeah, the property taxes are out of control. So we'll cap them at 1%, and that's pretty reasonable. And it was at the time. Take away the referendums that are a total abuse of this system. That is not right, but it is at least something you can explain with a straight face. 1% of your home every year, wrong, but at least you can explain it away. The businesses, though, they said, we got to get the money from somewhere. And businesses don't vote. And what's Walmart going to do? Not build a Walmart? So the businesses, they put them at 3%. It's still taking as much money as possible. This is what people need to get through their heads. Indiana is not a low-tax state. Indiana is not a limited government state. Indiana is not an accountable government state. Indiana is a state in which many people who are Democrats put ours next to their name, and they take as much of your money as possible. All right, next phone call. Sorry, rant over. I didn't intend to do that, but I feel like you forced me to do it. <laughs> I made you do that. Uh, okay. So yesterday we were talking about the failed former Surgeon General Jerome Adams mm-hmm. and how he's trying to say that he's had trouble getting jobs. The Trump be- effect. Because it's Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. And I had pondered on the air. And what people need to realize is we're on here for three hours. <laughs> we talk for three hours every day. And occasionally... We talk about things that either weren't planned or when we're talking about something that was planned, there's a sidebar conversation. By the way, here's what I think we should do, Casey. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if our bosses will go for this. You yeah. know, we're getting ready to take some days off. Yeah. Because we have so many experts who on Twitter or mm-hmm. the phone calls mm-hmm. or the YouTube chat uh, tell us everything we're doing wrong with this show. Mm-hmm. I think we should ask our bosses if we can pick two randos mm-hmm. and give them the show for a day. Right. And let's see if they can make it through one break. Yeah. What do you think? I love this idea. Let's see if they can make it through one break. Let's do it. So I have to be stuck in the room with them? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin. You're yeah. still here. No, you're, yeah, unless you've got time off, you're stuck here. <laughs> I think that would be fabulous to see if they could make it through one break. Point is, we get phone calls all the time when you say something, like you're just freewheeling off the top of your head, and you're like almost asking yourself a question, and then you forget you're asking it out loud, and people just within 20 seconds are Everybody's like- Everybody's an expert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I- Asked the question about the failed former Surgeon General Jerome Adams. He is an anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. And I believe I had said, I think he's a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. I think that's a medical doctor. It should be a medical doctor because mm-hmm. obviously it's super important. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's just a flood of phone calls because I had the audacity to out loud ponder before I looked it up while we were on the air if indeed that was a medical doctor. And I said it was. Yes. Was you, I right? You were right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. but uh, somebody was wanted to definitely make sure that I knew How that. How could you not know that? How could you not know that? <laughs> Rob Kendall. <laughs> My name is Beth. I was a surgical nurse for 20 years. An anesthesiologist is one of the most important mm-hmm. medical doctors in the hospital. Yeah. They have incredible responsibility in putting a patient to sleep. They are the captain of the OR. Yes, they have to have a medical degree, and you need to look it up, (laughs) and you need to thank God, if you have to have the surgery, that they are taking care of you. Thank you. 
Well, I yeah. certainly, one, hope Jerome Adams was a better anesthesiologist than he was Surgeon General or Health Commissioner. Mm-hmm. But two, I think I said on the air during the segment, which means that woman mm-hmm. has us on speed dial. <laughs> and as soon as I even posed the, because I think in the segment, I looked it up and said, yeah, it, it is a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. And I think I said even initially, I think it is a medical doctor. But this is what people do, Casey. We have this effect on people where their whole lives <laughs> center around us. And in a bizarre way, they think like if, if just for one second, they think, oh, we got him. Oh, my God. We got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. I'm smarter than him. And they will call or they will. It's very odd. You know what? I will. I will be honest with you, Rob Kendall. I was a little surprised that you questioned that. Well, that I didn't it, know. I didn't know if it was a thing. I, w- I, I think it said I assume it is. But I think part of it too, Casey, was medical doctors are some of the smartest people mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. And I could not imagine that someone as just ridiculous as and a, Jerome Adams Jerome would be Adams, in that category. Who apparently, because I asked the question based on masks, because remember mm-hmm. he tweeted, don't wear the mask, don't right. buy the mask, they don't work, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're a terrible, awful person who wants to kill grandma if you don't mm-hmm. wear a mask. I said, there's no way somebody that uninformed could be a medical doctor and not know whether masks work if he'd been a medical doctor. That's how it started. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently he is that uninformed. He, yes, apparently, yes, he is that uninformed. So if you're a medical- Educated, but uninformed. If you are a medical doctor and you see Jerome Adams out and about town, hopefully he found a job. I guess he did. Is it at Purdue? Is that where he's working now? I think he's at Purdue doing something there. Yeah. Uh, So maybe your daughter could do this. Uh, If she knows any medical doctors, if you see Jerome Adams out on the street, you say, you are giving every medical doctor a bad name because you don't know whether masks work or not. You know, Purdue is going to be hosting their goodbye Mitch Daniels soirees coming up. So that might be a good opportunity 